The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Now, new research by LinkedIn has found that 73% of Irish workers are considering a new job. Now, while a career change can be a positive thing, what will the flood of job seekers mean for competition in the jobs market? Joining us now is LinkedIn Irish manager Sue Duke. Good morning, Sue, and welcome. Thank you, Pat. Good morning. It's great to be here. Now, isn't there always a kind of a seasonal thing? The the turn of the year, people decide, I'm going to change my life. That's right. New new year, new job, new resolution. So we certainly do at this time of year across the world see a spike in workers thinking about changing job, workers and increasing workers applying for jobs. But this year we have seen a bigger increase in than normal. So as you say, fully three quarters of Irish workers are telling us that they're at least considering a new job this year. And that is a big increase on what we would typically see this time of year and what we have seen over the past number of years. And that's probably understandable. We're coming through a period of economic uncertainty. And when things are uncertain, we hunker down, we sit tight, we wait it out. But what we're seeing this year is workers are really starting to take control of their careers. They're optimistic that they can make a change and they're considering very strongly making a jump this now, year. Now this has got to be good for LinkedIn. This <laughs> A lot of activity. A lot of our, our platform is there and uh, for workers and for companies precisely for this reason, to help our members find new opportunities, access connections, figure out what skills do they need, what job do they want, and then use the great tools we have to help them get that job. So, yes, it is a, a great time to come to LinkedIn, use those tools, get access to those opportunities, and again, make that jump if that's what people want yeah. to do. Now, now, at this time of year, there's always that little surge anyway, and it, it may be explained by you know the promotional cycle that it might come at the end of the year or mid-year, but a lot of it at the end of the year. And if you don't get a promotion, I'm out of here. What we have seen very clearly in the research and in today's report, Pat, is that the number one motivator for people is an increase in salary. Again, probably not a surprise. We're coming through a period when there has been increases in cost of living, when there's been inflation. So we've seen very clearly that people who are looking for a job, number one reason on their mind is I want more money. I want a bigger salary. But important to point out that the number two motivator is work-life balance and that desire for flexibility that we saw come through so strongly during the pandemic. People wanting that work-life balance, wanting to be able to figure out what is the work arrangements that works for me personally as well as professionally. That is holding very strongly too. Workers still want that flexibility. They want that work-life balance, but no question people are looking for a bigger salary too. Now, we'll talk about, you know, the the salary element uh, in a moment, but that work-life balance, how many companies are still prepared to offer that? Because it may not be that you want to be remote all the time, because yep. that can be a very lonely sort of situation, yep. particularly if you're, if you're not committed with a family and, you know, you don't have creches and all the rest of the stuff. Um, you want a social life and work tends to be part of your social life. So many companies are offering the ability to work, say, three days a week. 
You're right that what we have seen, of course, during the pandemic, we saw a huge increase in the number of fully remote works, jobs that were being offered, of course, when when people were sheltering in place, that needed to be the case. But what we have seen change significantly is the number of fully remote jobs. They have decreased very significantly. But what's holding very steady is that hybrid work. So employers are very responsive to that desire from workers for this flexibility, for this work-life balance. And so we continue to see them offering a hybrid role in some form. You're right, it's changing. It's it. We haven't quite figured out exactly what hybrid means. It means different things for different companies. It means different things for different workers, whether it's three days a week, whether it's four days a week. But what's clear is that flexibility and that yeah. hybrid model is here to stay. Now, uh, some companies will say we'll give you remote working because uh, obviously you won't stay with us unless you can work from home. Maybe it's you know, schools, kids, all the rest of it. Um, Others will say, oh, we'll have remote working. We could save a fortune on the office. I mean, they'll heat themselves. They'll provide their lighting. They'll probably be using their own uh, Wi-Fi and so on. What's not to like? It's true. This is the Ryanair model, you know, check yourself in, carry your bag, (laughs) da, da, da. But if it's cheaper, it works. If it works for everybody, that kind of model. Yeah, we do see remote work and and, and remote jobs still out there. But what is coming through much more strongly, I would say, is that hybrid model. And yes, while all, all you say is true there, what we do see from workers and what we do see from employers is this desire and this need to come together in person for certain tasks and for certain activities. There's lots of stuff that you can do remotely, very effectively and very productively on your own. But often what we're hearing from our members and from companies around the world is, around the world, and in Ireland is we also need moments of connection, moments where people yeah. get together, whether it's for brainstorming or for a team event or for to collaborate and, and really think about a new project. That's when we see these moments of connection and that desire to get together in person at certain periods. Mm. Now, the, the business of wanting more money, uh, if people are uh, stuck in a stalled promotional cycle, and, and we know that with the layoffs in tech and so on, promotions by and large stopped or certainly slowed down. So sometimes the only way to get more money is to leave, find a new job, because then once again, you become master of your own destiny in terms of negotiation. And I think what we're seeing very clearly in today's report is that workers really are taking control in the driver's seat and wanting to drive their own careers forward. So yes, whilst we're in, uh, you know, there's a lot of competition out there. There's three and four workers out there thinking about making making this this leap. For job seekers, it's still a very tight labour market. There's still a lot of competition for talent. And we see real bright spots out there in the labour market. The need for digital and green skills in particular, very, very strong around the world, very strong demand here in Ireland with particular jobs on the rise throughout Ireland, including roles in sales, in engineering, roles like cybersecurity analysts. They are on the rise, they are in demand and they are out there for people who are looking for them. Now, you you mentioned at the beginning that 73% of people uh, are thinking about a new job. How many of them uh, would have the confidence that they will find a new job? It's one thing to be thinking about it. It's another to have enough confidence to make the leap. Most of them. Most two, of them. Two and three of those workers are saying to us, I am confident I can 
find a new job. And I think that's partly what we're seeing is an increased optimism about the economy out there, workers feeling better about where the economy is going over the next 12 months. But I also think they see this tight labour market. They see this competition for for talent, a low unemployment rate. So we're seeing a high degree of confidence out there that workers can make this shift. And they really are thinking about making this move. One of the things that I find uh, quite baffling uh, nowadays is the fact that there might be uh, three or four cycle to any job seeking application. You might be sorted by AI at the very beginning and, you know, then people try to game that system by putting in keywords um, that AI might be programmed to look for. Then you might have a questionnaire of some kind. You might have a recruiter interviewing you. And finally, you might get to meet someone from the company uh, on a Zoom call uh, to make that interaction. It's a very complicated business. Yeah, you're not the only one, Pat. That's something we hear very consistently from workers around the country is that they find the process very frustrating, often don't know where to start, often don't hear back, which is the single most frustrating thing that people find when they're applying for a job and and they just get nothing back from the application process at all. But there are ways to help yourself stand out from the crowd. Very simple, actionable things that you can do. First thing, your LinkedIn profile, make it shine have a really strong photo, really strong summary about what it is that you've done and what it is that you want to achieve. And very crucially, focus in on those skills. Workers and employers are extremely focused today on the specific skills that they've acquired and the specific skills that are needed for a role. Second thing is your network, right? No substitute for just getting out there, connecting with people, engaging with people, always extremely helpful in getting your foot in the door. Mm. And the third thing is, again, focusing in on skills. What are the new skills that you, speaking of New Year's resolutions, what are the new skills that you need to develop this year to get that new job, to move into that new sector? And for listeners out there, log on to um, linkedin.opportunity.com. We've opened up a, a whole range of LinkedIn learning courses for free that can help you get those skills and make that jump. Um, the, you mentioned a photograph, you know, good photograph for your CV. That used to be a no-no. Don't put your photo on your CV. So if you say put your photo on and then someone says, well, I got to look like Miss World or Mr. Universe uh, when, I'm, when I'm putting this. I mean, how do you know? How do you assess the kind of photograph that's going to be neutral enough without being provocative or sexy or, you know, off-putting? A professional photo that's authentic to you, that's what will make you stand out and really shine for recruiters. So that's the thing to think about, you know, very clear headshot, you showing up the way you want. That's what the LinkedIn profile is all about. How do you show up professionally, tell your professional story and really stand out from the crowd and and stand out in the right way for recruiters? So so don't use a shot taken of you when you were doing the 12 pubs at Christmas. (laughs) Depending on the job you're looking for, Pat. But for most jobs, I would say no. All right. Uh, Sue Duke, who's uh, LinkedIn Ireland Country Manager and Vice President for Global Public Policy. Sue, thank you very much for joining us in the studio today. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9 a.m. on News Talk.